we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin Wood. we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. I want you to make a few declarations because we ain't made this in a little while um, and then you can be able to sit down. Declaration number one, declare this with both hands on your head. Declare, I will not lose my mind. All right, everybody didn't do it. I want you to do it one more time. Take both hands, lay it on your head, and declare, I will not lose my mind. Why are you doing that for those visiting us? That says that Alzheimer's, dementia, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, that will not affect my mind. I don't care how disposed, how predisposed I am. I don't care how much is in my bloodline. It ain't going to touch me. One more time, say, I will not lose my mind. Number two, we're going to declare this. I cancel the assignment of premature death. Go ahead and do that. All right, what that mean? I ain't dying early. I ain't dying early. I'm going to live long and I'm going to live strong. Cancer ain't taking me up prematurely. I ain't dying early. And if I got to live long, I got to have a good life. Glory to God. I'm going to have my blessed, my blessed why not my blessed life glory to god my best life and my best life now go ahead and say it again i canceled the assignment of premature death declaration number three go ahead and shout this out i feel this one glory to god i will not die by disease will not die by disease and the enemy telling you, well, well, I mean, some, I mean, you have to die some way. People tell you that, well, you got to die some way. I mean, so, I mean, cancer, high blood pressure, diabetes. No, 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 that's for y'all. I declare over my life. As for me and this house, we will not die. Go ahead and say it again. I will not die by disease. I will not die by disease. Now repeat after me say, and finally, I'm still convinced that the blessing is on me. Now shout if you know the blessing is on you. Glory to God. Yes, sir. All right, sit down. Sit down. I'm convinced the blessing is on me. Okay. Now, we have been, um, we have been opening up this concept um, that is shifting the way I think, and we are endeavoring to shift the way we all think, and it's based in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Uh, Y'all should know that intimately, not, intimately by now. It says that we are to imitate be imitators of God we are to be imitators of God one thing oh God I don't like to say this with, with guests here but one thing but us Bahamians we good at copying oh God we we good I I remember I was I was just thinking about this you know I I, I get on my little journey I was just thinking about this remember when they started selling phone card on the road 
And um, I mean, with all the roads in Nassau, like you would find six phone card vendors in one intersection. Like one right cross from this one, this and that. We guess we got the gift of copy. Close bracket. Oh, Jesus. But I, I thank God this church breaking that trend, though. This ain't, this ain't my preaching, right? But I'm, go ahead and shout, I'm an originator. Yeah, originator. That means I create original things. Glory to God. Anyway, all right. That wasn't the message, but I had to throw that out there. No, there's so much copying going on. And, and, and we got the Holy Ghost, which is the, the, the seed of all creativity. Come on here. So we got to break out this box of just doing what somebody else do. And um, Lord God... You go, you go to, you go to Satan Church. You get twenty-nine dress stores selling the same dress. I mean, if you have a different, you could do a clothing store, but like go a different kind of direction. You know, be creative. I get in trouble. Yeah, because there's more in you than to see what somebody else is doing, and you just go copy what they do. I'm trying. All right. Let's close that bracket. Close that bracket. Say this, I have the Holy Ghost. So creativity is in me. You got to know that. Well, you know what's nice? Sometimes we, are, we, we refuse to meditate. We refuse to think. We refuse to allow the Holy Spirit to create things in us. You know? It's so much easier to see what you're doing than just copy it. Oh. Rather than talking to this father and saying, Father, what, what, what would you have me to do? What is the lane that you have ordained for me to walk in? And if you are still breathing, the youngest person here is one Lillian McPhee. And creativity is as alive in her as it is in my son. Because she has the spirit of creation on the inside of her. You know, so why she ain't selling that bread, I don't know. I guess she, she don't need to make nobody now. She just sell the bread and give it out. Um, hint, hint, your pastor need another bread. <laughs> but we need to allow that, that creative power that's in us to come out. All right, let's move on. So we should not be copying one another. We should be copying God. Now, the Bible says that we are to become imitators of God, copy him, and follow his example as well-beloved children imitate their father. That is the posture of every believer. This will continue to be a recurring theme in this house because I believe it's going to define where God has called us to be as we move from this 12th year. I have not been preaching this and um, mentioning this, but it's been constantly on me by the Spirit of God that we are in year number 12. And 12 is the number of foundations. It's the number of establishment. That's why it is not strange that we purchase our property in the 12th year. It's consistent with this whole idea of 12, establishing, um, putting down foundation. Um, and you can go through scripture and see the significance of the number 12. Uh, but as we are in this place, in this part of the journey called of Life Worship Center, the Holy Ghost says to me that we have to uh, adopt this mindset 
and move from just following God's instruction uh, to imitating his example, which means that we ought to do what God does. You have the power to do what God does because this will allow us to function with a greater level of influence in the earth. Say influence. I want to talk about influence for a little bit. See, there is no room for us to be victims of the decisions made by others Monday through Friday, and then we shout on weekends about the power that we have. So people through the week are determining how we live our life, and then we come together on Sunday and we shout. When the Bible says in Genesis 1 and 28, we're supposed to have dominion. But the truth of the matter is the only place that the church has dominion is in church. <laughs> the only place where we are exercising our authority is in church. And then we leave church to go back under a system that controls our existence for the rest of the week. I mentioned as I began this word about um, speaking victory. I, I, I want to remind you, we do not, we do not lament the price of gas as though we can be stuck. We will not be stuck. We don't want it to keep on going up, but no matter where it goes, we got to go where we got to go. No matter how high it gets, I don't care if you're a janitor or you're a CEO, the blessing is on you. Glory to God. So we speak only victory, um, but we, we move on a different level, and that's called the level of influence. Now, everything we do in the body of Christ is about influence. It all boils down to influence. I need your mind, I need you to hear this. We're going to shout in a little bit, but I need you to hear this. It's all about influence. Now, let me define influence. This is so powerful. When I saw this, this ain't in no Bible dictionary. This in, in Merriam-Webster. Here's what it says. Influence is the power to produce an effect without the apparent exertion of force. I'm going to read it again. I, I love it so much. I was getting a little bit with scriptural definitions of that. But when I saw this, I said, you know what? This, this boy was anointed. <laughs> Influence is the power to produce an effect without the apparent exertion of force. Now, this is antithetical to the world system because the way the world influences is by aggression. It's by force. It's by manipulation. But in the kingdom, we, we, uh, we make things happen without exerting force. God. All right. Let me, let me make this make some sense to you. Um, before I do that, this became a challenge in our text. This was a challenge for the disciples because here it is now. Jesus is about to leave. I'm in our text now in Acts chapter 1. Jesus is about to, he about to get up out of here, and they're saying, hold on, you told us you were the Messiah. And based on what we read, the Messiah, he is the one who's going to set us free from the tyranny of our oppressors. He's going to free us from the bondage that we're in. Based on what we read, if you are him, you're supposed to 
exert some force and pull down Caesar and tear up Pilate and shoot Herod. That's what we want you to do and set up a new kingdom and put us in charge. Our mindset is that if you are God, I shouldn't be broke no more. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. If, if you are who you say you are and you're getting ready to leave, hold on Jesus, where are you going? I'm still sick. Jesus, wait. No, you can't. What do you mean you can't ascend? You can't ascend? Don't you see my condition has not yet changed? God, oh my. You, yes, yes, let me read it. Let me read it. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. They say, Jesus, hold on. Verse number six, hold on. I hold on. This Holy Ghost, is this, this the thing that can, that can choke Herod? Is this the thing that can cause all the centurions to fall down dead? Because if this ain't that, we ain't on this run. You giving me Holy Ghost and, and I still gonna be sick? Please stand up. See, and 2,000 plus years later, we still want a God that comes into our house, slaps our husband upside the head, and make him treat us white. Please stand up. We still want a God that will go to the car dealership and purchase the car for us and pull it up in our driveway. No, sorry. We'll go to road traffic. Oh, uh, no. Go to J.S. Johnson, them. Insure, insure it. License it up. Give me some plates on it. And then pull it up. No, so stop to the car wash. Make sure it's shiny. Put some tire shine on it. Make sure it look good. And then bring it to me and say, see your keys right here. That's the God that we want. See, we don't understand that the kingdom of God works by influence. He says, no, I'm going to give you the Holy Ghost. No, I want that. I want the stuff. He says, no, I'm giving you better than the stuff. I'm coming. I'm coming. Y'all still with me? Let's, let's walk down this road. The, their whole concept was, Jesus, come and deal with the things. Jesus, I want you to... Take the cancer out of my body. Take the HIV and the AIDS out. That's what I want you to do. And he says, no, what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you the Holy Ghost. No, I don't want the Holy Ghost. I want my situation fixed. Let me show you some scriptures. Because, uh, I, I'll read this line. Jesus was really telling them that I want to show you how to have dominion in the earth not by force, but by influence. So you must understand that everything that we do by the Spirit of God is accomplished in the supernatural realm. Everything that we do is accomplished in the supernatural realm. 
everything that we do is accomplished in the supernatural and then it manifests in the natural. Everything that we see naturally was created from something that occurred in the supernatural, in the realm that we do not function in. Without the Holy Ghost, you have no authority in that realm. Okay, let's give some scriptures. Romans 4 and 17. We taught on this for a long time. Look at what it says here. Romans 4 and 17 says this. It, it, um, it's, there we go. Uh, as it's written, we know that part before him whom ye believe, even God quickened the dead. I want to go from right here. And does what? And does what? And call it those things which be not as though they were. God calls things that be not as though they already are. Um, I told you this, this word call, we taught on this. The word call means to summon. You can't summon what does not exist. Call, that word call means to summon. We have supernatural powers like God to call things into existence that exist but in another dimension. Whatever it is that you need, it already exists. Say that, it already exists. I touched this on Friday morning in our prayer session. It, there's nothing that you can need that has to be created for you. Oh my goodness. Why? Because when God rests at the end of creation, he, he said, I'm done with this. I have created all I need to create. Now you have dominion. There's nothing more that needs to be created. Everything that needs to be created has already been created. We just need to summons it. From a supernatural realm to a natural realm, but we can't do that outside of the Holy Ghost. Let me show you something else. Go to um, Hebrews 11 and 3. I can almost preach. Almost. By faith we understand, this is in the NLT, that the entire universe was formed at God's command. Watch this. That what we, let's read it together. Let's read it together. Ready? Read. What we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Everything that we see now that we can touch, it manifests from a realm that we cannot see. The realm that we cannot see is the supernatural realm. It's the spiritual realm. But natural people cannot function in that spiritual realm. We need a connector to get to that spiritual realm. And the connector is the Holy Ghost. Now, I, I, we are so used to Holy Ghost messages being about this. It is that now. We'll tongue you to pieces. No, we, we understand the power of speaking in the Holy Ghost and all this kind of stuff like that, but there's another dimension to the Holy Spirit that the church has yet to tap into, which is the key dimension to the Holy Spirit. Okay, let's keep on going. I'll give you one more scripture, then we can, then we can get ready to think about shouting. All right, so regardless of what you've been told, we have the ability to function with the same kind of influence as God. God calls things that have been as though they were. Hebrews 11 says this, that everything that we see, God made it from what we don't see. And we have that same kind of power. I'm almost there to make this all come together. First uh, Corinthians chapter 2, verse number uh, 14. In the contemporary English version, I want you to see this. First Corinthians chapter 2, 
verse number 14. That's why only someone who has God's spirit can understand spiritual blessings. Anyone who doesn't have God's spirit thinks these blessings are foolish. Okay. Persons who have the Holy Ghost understand functioning in the spiritual dimension. Understands the authority that we have in the spiritual dimension. People that don't have the Holy Spirit says it's foolishness. Okay. All right. So let me pick on somebody who I spoke to yesterday. I spoke to somebody um, on, I think it was Thursday night. They called me on Thursday night, Thursday evening, and says, um, y'all don't forget who it is. I use their voice. Pastor. Pastor, I, am, I have a meeting tonight, and I need you to pray. <laughs> That's my best version of the voice. I need you to pray. So, encourage them, stand in faith, declare the word of God. This is going to go well. So I spoke to them yesterday, and they said to me, Pastor, different piece of pastor. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what happened. I was driving to the meeting, and I did what you says. I was driving, watch this, praying in the Holy Ghost. See, I was praying, and I was decreeing, and I was declaring the word of God, and I was praying in the Holy Ghost. See, see, pause here. To someone that don't understand spiritual things, that's stupid. You are going to a meeting. What you should be doing is rehearsing your notes in your mind. You should be going over figures. Come on, Denzel. You should be going over figures in your mind. Remember, okay, I need to say this. I don't need to say that. I don't need to do it. I need, and you, need, you should be strategizing on the ride. That's common sense. We don't function with common sense. The text says our sense ain't common. Oh, God. So you're driving to this meeting and you're driving there and you read that. Why? Because you don't know what to say, no how. You don't know the right buttons to press. You don't know. Glory to God. I have gone to meetings to talk about projects and end up spending the rest of the whole meeting praying for the person's son. Because the Spirit of God knows how to direct you in a certain way. Glory to God knows how to move you. I went one time for one. Tenzin Roland friends meeting to this person. Wanted to sing somewhere. And uh, the brother was in the meeting like this. And, and, and he was just doing this the whole time. I said, what's happening, sir? He says, no, I'm, I'm all right. This got a major, major headache. I had it all morning. But I'll be good. I said, can I pray for you? My God. I, said, I guess so. I said, give me a hand. Nepakunde la be healed now in Jesus' name. He says, wow. You think I get that job? <laughs> Just like that, Sabrina. It was that simple. See, see, we have an influence. But we don't trust the influence that we have. And we go to natural. I'm trying to get us from relying on our ability, from relying on our giftings, and start depending on the Spirit of God, which has been given to us, which is the spiritual endowment to work from a, an environment, from an atmosphere, from an existence that you cannot see. But the book says everything that you see, Brent, was made from what cannot be seen. 
keep on going. Keep on going. So this whole idea, let me read it again, what it says in the CV. I'll read it again one more time. He says, he says, that's why only someone that has God's spirit or has the Holy Ghost can understand spiritual blessings. So those of us that have the spirit of God, stop trying to explain to people who don't have it what you're doing. It, it, it ain't going to make no sense. When, when everything says you need to hurry to the doctor, and you say, no, I can't go yet. Because I ain't talked to God about this. Ain't nothing to talk to God about. You see what's happening in your body? You better run to the doctor. No, the doctor going to be there. Let me take a moment here and let me hear from heaven. But see, we understand spiritual blessings. And it is the spiritual blessing. Uh, Ephesians 1 and 3. Ephesians 1 and 3 says this. Um, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath what? Who hath what? Who has what? With what? He has blessed us with all, oh my God. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. What he has given you, this is where we get confused. This is where they were confused in, and the disciples were confused in Acts. They thought they were blessed with all natural blessings. Okay, one more time. This is where they were confused in Acts 1, the text that we read. They thought that God blessed them with all Physical blessings. That is what he blesses us with. He blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Yeah. Now we're in trouble because we're lazy. We want natural blessings, Janelle. We want the things to be natural. And God says, if I bless you with natural blessings, you'll never function in faith. If I gave you everything you need naturally, you will never move in faith. And he says, without faith, it can't please me. So what I'll do is I'll give you I'll give you spiritual blessings that is going to force you to activate faith, glory to God, to pull from a spiritual dimension into the natural dimension which you need. If it all was natural, Meredith, we would never pray. We would never walk by faith, Leo, because we wouldn't need to what you walk by faith for. You got what you need. But no, what I've done, I've tucked it into the dimension, into the spiritual dimension, and what I'll do, I'll give you the Holy Ghost that allows you to access that dimension. Now, this is why persons that turn a blind eye or are ignorant or are not interested in the Holy Ghost, they are at an obvious disadvantage. Because they only function in the dimension that they can see. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reese Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash thelifeexperience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.